this conference and I'm kind of kind of wrapping up with my last couple of interviews. I've had a chance to to collaborate with some people from Soda Health and, and really like their platforms. I never had a chance to work with Soda when I was on the payer side, but, but I've had a chance uh, to build some relationships with people, with several people from Soda uh, since you guys launched. And, and you always have, I like your culture. Uh, the people that you hire are so positive. I think that's what, what I walk away thinking all the time is how positive the people are. So I'm talking to, to Sarah um, Rumfeld from, from Soda Health. We're going to talk a little bit as we wrap up the conference about what your organization does and, and, and kind of the concept of, of member engagement, uh, the concept of, of using incentives to get members to, to close gaps. So it's, it's, a, it's an, a great privilege and a, and a pleasure to have you on the show. My voice is a little raspy because I'm from Nashville, Tennessee, and it doesn't get down to 19 degrees in Nashville, Tennessee. Nope. So, so it's, been, it's been very cold here. But I've been gutting it out, and, and we've had a really good conference. Um, have you enjoyed the conference? Did you I have. Did you enjoy the time at Rise? Yes, okay. so this is my first Rise National oh, this Conference. Is your first Rise? Yes, okay, yes. Okay. The energy, incredible. Right. Everyone I've talked to has been saying, how can we help one another? Right. It's never, you're doing this and we're doing this. That. It's very collaborative. It used to be the is, vendors used to be in the parking lot fighting. Like right. They literally, it would right. be, be bare knuckle fights in the parking lot. So I've gone, this is probably my 10th or 11th yeah. Rise National. And the spirit is so different. And it's great because I think that if you, you know, OIG was here, a lot of the keynote speakers, everything is about collaboration. Yes. And I think yes. what, what we're learning is to be successful in healthcare, we've got to work together. So you've got to have your quality teams You've got to have your leadership teams working together. But then with your vendor mix and portfolio, everyone has to work together. It's got to be collaborative. We've got to, um, where, where you have superpowers, you have to, to really let those superpowers shine. And then elevate someone else that, that has powers yes. that you don't. And so I really like that. So I'm, I'm glad that someone like yourself that has never been to a national rise can see that. Because the culture wasn't always that way. Like it, it, was, it was much different 10 years ago when I started doing it. So that's, that's fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about yourself personally. Um, how long have you been in, in this business? What, what compelled you? I don't think that any of us, when we were nine years old, said that when we grow up, we, we want to be associated with healthcare vendors or, or with providers or, or members on engagements. So kind of walk us through your career path and, and your matriculation. Yeah, so most of my career path has been in engagement marketing. Um, so I actually spent a little bit of time right before Soda Health at Walmart, which is oh, how okay. I met several of our founders. So our founding team was at Walmart prior to starting Soda Health about two years ago. And I said, you know what, let's do it. Let's take a risk. Let's work in healthcare and joined the CEO, Robbie Knight. So you've been with Soda it from its inception? Since the get-go, okay. yeah. So what is, what is your specific role? Are you in sales? Are you in operations? What is, what is your role? Engagement marketing and member communications. All right. So let's talk about that because I, I am in healthcare and everything that I do is, is marketing-based. I'm always, I'm not a marketing person by trade. I'm a, I'm a finance person by trade that just happened to, to like doing radio and been on the radio for the last eight years, uh, on full-time for the last three years. But I love talking to true marketing experts, people that went to school for this, that studied this. What is your role? What are some of the things that you do, obviously, to get to members and to get the attention of, of, of potential investors, uh, plans, collaborators? What exactly is your day-to-day is your -day role? 
Yeah, so when we talk about member communication, it's how do we actually reach the member when and where they want to be communicated right. with? And so we take, I love to use my grandmother as an example. Um, her name's Frances. Yes, she's a great example for Medicare Advantage populations and thinking, okay, not everyone is reached through TikTok right. or through social media. Maybe it's a text message, maybe it's a phone call, or maybe it's a one-to-one interaction at a pharmacy. And so we start to think through as Soda Health is expanding our partnerships and our strategy, how do we leverage these partners like nice. a Kroger Health or a CVS to then start That's creating so these gaps? And yes. I used to, so during my time with Blue Cross, when, when I ran their quality programs, we really collaborated. Oh, Kroger's right behind me. Mm-hmm. Um, we collaborated with Kroger's, which is fries in, in the state of, of Arizona. Mm-hmm. And those, and you talked about the, the pharmacies. It's so important to, to have those collaborations and, and that spirit to really ultimately get the job done for, for clients. And I can attest to, I have a grandmother who, who I'm a partial caretaker for. She's very healthy for someone that's 96, but she is 96. Um, and reaching her is not the same as reaching my 71-year-old father, both in the Medicare Advantage line of business, but I can text my father, I can hit my father on uh, FaceTime and, and get him pretty much whenever I want. I'm not going to communicate with my grandmother via text message. Um, she has a flip phone that's basically for an emergency if she loses power or something like that happens. So I think really understanding and, and, and segmenting the market and understanding how to get to, to members is really important. Now, Soda, so you provide that consulting service for your clients. Do you come in and show clients uh, specifically how to get to their member population, what are what are some of the services uh get into the specificity that that you bring to the table. Yeah, so when we think about the supplemental benefit space, we've sort of been operating since 2018 under this get a card in the mail, go to the store, come back, and then work on engagement, maybe through emails or text messages. What Soda Health is doing is saying, hey, we're spending billions of dollars on supplemental benefits. How do we actually optimize these down to a contract level? Okay. So we start with the health plan saying, what are your goals with supplemental benefits? How should we help you best compete in different markets? And then from there, we do administer the benefits, things like OTC, transportation, healthy food. And then we continuously use and leverage the flex card to then close a variety of care gaps. Okay. Now, what is your perspective on on those benefits? Because, so this is synergy. I should have had you on the show a long time ago because my perspective is someone that's done bids, that's actually putting, what are we going to invest in OTC this year? What are we going to invest in transportation? Um, Budgets are razor sharp in you have a recession or kind of a quasi-recession that's going on, and a lot of plans have lost stars yes. uh, because of, of some of the CMS protocols have shifted. And then with, with OIG talking, a lot of plans are losing risk adjustment money as well because uh, either they're, they're in fear of being investigated for, for previous claims or, or retro or prospective activities, or they're in the process of adapting a, a new philosophy, which is more of a delete strategy. And then some of the proposed CMS changes, they're not finalized, but some of the proposed changes are going to make um, risk adjustment different than what it's been in the past. All of that impacts your bid, we're in bid season, all of that impacts what you're able to invest back into the plan. What is your perspective of that? How important um, are these OTC and transportation and, and other benefit programs as far as the lifeblood of, of a health plan? So we know already that they, they impact engagement, they impact STARS. What we haven't seen in the market, and we're starting to move, we're branding it 
supplemental benefits 3.0. So right now we're kind of in this 1.0 version, again, where you've got the flex card, it's very transactional. As you move and you skip even the 2.0 version into 3.0, that's how do we now leverage? We've got a flex card in a member's pocket. It's an engagement tool. We know where they're going, maybe what's in their basket, things that um, we're able to leverage in order to get them what they need. So when we think about OTC, maybe not everyone needs an OTC benefit, or it could be that it's being utilized, right. but it's point. not impacting health outcomes That's the way point. that you would hope. That's a good point. Because everybody, it's really not a, and I used to say this frequently um, in, in previous roles, it's not a one size fit all. Right. Um, it's, it's especially the gap between the, the greatest generation, which a lot of them are you know, really, really up there in their, in their late 80s, early 90s and then that gap towards baby boomers it's a completely different perspective and then it's funny you start to have people that are gen xers such as myself the older end of those groups i'm on the younger end of uh, right at the millennial threshold but you have people that are gen xers that are in their mid-50s i used to say all the time we've got to start strategizing for people that are 57 56 so that when they age into Medicare, you're going to you're going to communicate with them completely different. Those are Instagram people. Yes, Those are exactly. Facebook people. You've you've got and you've got to start having that strategy now. I think some of the startups, the Clovers of the world, the Oscars of the world, the Bright Healths of the world, they really understand that they're still getting their feet wet in healthcare itself because just building a network is 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 time consuming. But the app technology and and really embracing communication is is really important to me. So soda. If, if you bring in soda as far as, do you guys usually come in and do an assessment on what the needs are, or do people approach you specifically to say that, that we need support on, on these uh, three or four areas? It can be a little of both. Okay. Um, so over time, we'll learn more and more about a member. I like to say that we'll become their best friend All right. because we not only have- well, Somebody needs to do it. Yes, exactly. We'll be BFFs with them. So we'll start to learn where they're going shopping, maybe right. where they're spending some of these dollars, what now they're spending it on. So think about transaction data that right. we would have since they've got this card, their flex card right. in their wallet. Okay, so, so every time they swipe their card, got yep. So we'll know that. We'll know about email communication, so some of the communication preferences. We also have the ability to do social needs screenings as well. Um, and then that plus our partners one-to-one -one communication at pharmacies or places like that, okay. we're able to then collect additional information. No, that's, that's, that's really awesome. So Sarah, if somebody wants to get in touch with you directly, are, are you a LinkedIn person? Are you an Instagram person? What is the best way to get in touch with you or somebody on your team if, if they're listening to this or watching this and kind of have some interest in, in bringing you guys in to, to do a demo? How, how would we find you? Yeah, so LinkedIn is great, or our website as well. There's right. a direct form on there to contact us, and we'd right. be happy to schedule some time for a demo. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Sarah Rumfeld of Soda Health, um, giving us a fantastic interview as, as people are literally taking down, I think the vendor next to us, they're out of here. So as people are literally taking down their booths, and, and we've had a fantastic time in, in Colorado Springs. Uh, it's been a really good, this is probably, I've been going to Rise for, for over a decade, this is one of the top two or three that I've been to. So the, the energy was palpable. And like you said, I just think the spirit, the positivity, the, the collaboration, very encouraging and invigorating. You know, it gives a lot uh, to think of as we fly back to our respective cities. Uh, you're closing us down, so uh, safe travels. And I hope to stay in touch with you via LinkedIn and let's collaborate downstream. Definitely, thank you.
This is Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. The Lance J Radio Network is now on WWE 1100 a.m. weekdays from 3 to 4 p.m. I've been wanting to get into the Atlanta market for a long time. Listen to me and the rest of the ticket talk sports, politics, healthcare, as DJ Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad, shines on the wheels of steel playing the best in classic hip-hop. Catch the show live or download the iHeartRadio application. And Doug. Got a couple of bogeys on your six limo. They need customized car insurance from Liberty Mutual, so they only pay for what they need. What do you say we see what this bird can do? We are not getting you a helicopter. Looks like we're walking, kid. Only pay for what you need. Liberty, 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 Liberty. James Lewis. My my nephew Bryce, who just turned nine. He beats the brakes off of me at FIFA. He's a soccer player. My my nephews, Tristan and Bryce, are soccer players up in Cleveland. And every time I see them, we whip out the Nintendo Switch. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad. It was talking smack to me. And I started to say, I was like, look, Bryce, man, you're you're eight years old. We're about to take this outside and settle it like men. If you keep talking smack. Things get heated. In, in in battle on the sticks, as we used to call them. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.